Peace, what's up, y'all? This is Comedy right now. You're checking out my girl, Indy. Y'all stay in tune, all right? Every once in a while, we gotta stop. We gotta stop and take stock. Basically, revisiting your relationship, I would say every three to six months. The whole paying half thing, I just... It's like, okay, you have 400 and I have 400. We're gonna put up... It's kind of cheesy. It's like... If I have the six and you have the two mm-hmm. and things need to be done, I'm just going to give the six. This is the thing. And this is the bottom line. We don't belong to anyone. Mm. We don't. We're spirits. Mm. We don't belong. We're free. We don't belong to anyone. Our flesh puts us in a position where we have to make choices. Mm. And we need to be responsible for our choices. Point blank, period. Yo, yo, what up? DJ Rampage, Global Rampage Sound, all of that. Right now, we rocking out with my homegirl, my princess, my queen, Indy. Holla. So a lot of times, we have these pint people that want to get with these gallon people, <laughs> and it just don't work. Well, <laughs> let me play devil's advocate. Am I the pint or the gallon? I You're the gallon. Know. Okay, okay. <laughs> lifestyle to entertainment and important worldviews. This is Independent Lens. I am your host, Indy Smith, and your voice matters. Okay, lady. Hi, Miss Nadia Holiday. How are you? I am great, darling. How are you today? <laughs> I am feeling fabulous. Uh, last night was my last class for, last day of class for the semester for school. And girl, I uploaded my last assignment and I had three cocktails. I was knocked out here in my office. Like, I didn't even go to bed. I was so out of it. So you're finally free-free now. Well, I'm free until, you know, May. I think the classes start maybe, like, in the middle of May, like the 14th or something like that. Okay, you got a good month to re- rest and relax like the rest of us. Well, I have a lot of work to do. Like, I have a lot of my own work that I, I've, I've slacked on, you know, and... Um, <laughs> I'm going to take care of that for this week, and then I can absolutely do nothing, like, starting this weekend. Right, because that's, that's the best part of this whole calamity, is that we get to finally relax with some of us. Yeah, Shout some of us, too. workers, they're not relaxing. But do you know, you know what's interesting? I found that people are having a hard time being still. What do you think that's about? You know... <laughs> And it's so funny, my my uh my brother who was petting me and you know, when you're a kid you run in and out of the house and you're ripping and you run in and you know, you're going to you come back to this house one time, you gotta stay inside. And you start crying, like, I don't wanna stay inside, I don't wanna stay inside And she's gonna say, What's wrong with you? People that can't stay home, they house stink. And <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you as an adult that just like I've carried that with me through life. So anytime I see people can't sit still and just can't be home, I feel like, Oh, they house will stink because <laughs> having a conversation with my friend she moved to Tennessee and I'm a city chick like I'm not gonna lie I love New York City I love the options but that being said I'm a recluse I love being in my house and right Right. now I feel like I and we've been talking for a while about looking at houses you showed me that one house upstate 
Like, I really wish I was in my home. Like, I don't feel like I have a home. I haven't felt like I've had a home all of my adult life. I still have yet to find the place that I'm going to put my things down and that's where shit is going to be. You know, like, I don't have that. So I'm like, I like being in my house. I just wish I didn't have my neighbors. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's kind of making me twitch. Let's just say they indulge in different um oh. <laughs> narcotics. Narcotics. Oh, oh. Wow. All okay. the time though. Like all the time? Mm-hmm, all the time. And I don't think, you know, back in the days when we was growing up, the marijuana had seeds in it. I don't know what's going on. This stuff smells like, and I have some pretty decent things, and it's coming through my door, and I'm like, Jesus, you know, because I'm, I'm used to really? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, they I got that K2, girl. They got that K2. But this is the thing. I don't know who it is. And what's so crazy is, like, months ago, like, over the winter, it was so strong, I literally thought someone was trespassing in the building. I thought that... What? I thought it was so strong coming in my house, I thought someone was in the hallway. So I called the cops. <laughs> like, You're that neighbor. Okay. Yes, I am. Yes, I am her. I'm her. I don't care. And I'll put my face on. Look, it's me. I'll raise my hand. I, first of all, let me say this. I pay over $2,000 a month. A lot of people in this building don't pay that. So my rent is high because of the surplus I'm paying for what you're not paying. So as far as oh, I'm concerned, that like, I don't, and, and you know what? Everybody has the right. And we, I was talking about it with my friend today. What you do in your apartment is what you do. And that's what you pay your rent for. But if it starts coming right. into mine, you don't pay my rent. I got a problem. So I agree. I called the cops because I thought somebody was in the hallway trespassing and smoking. So... They come, it's like, mind you, it's like three in the morning, right? So they come, they don't come to my door because I guess they don't want nobody to know that it's me that called or I don't know. But I don't care. So I'm looking out my door like, where are they? And I can hear them because they're still on the phone. And they're like, miss, close your door, right? So I close my door and they're like, no, it's nobody in the hallway. It's coming from an apartment. They didn't tell me what apartment. And I'm like, well, are you going to knock on the door? And they're like, miss, no, it's legal for them. I said, are you serious? I said, do you want to come in my house? I want you to smell my house. And they were laughing at me. The cops were laughing at me. I said, this woke me up. They were like, well, why don't you open the window? I'm like, it's 30 degrees outside. I mean, but doesn't your building have a no smoking policy? Not in the apartment. Oh, because you know, housing does. NYCHA, they have a no smoking policy. Like, you can't smoke cigarettes, you can't smoke. Well, this is, I guess this is the one time. I don't, but see, that's government assistant housing. This is like, you know, Harlem building, you know, been here for like. We have something, because my thing is, I'm not paying market rent in Harlem for somebody else's extracurricular activities (laughs) to see through my windows and doors. That's what we're not going to do. Right. But, you know, and I say this all the time, and it obviously does not ever sit well with people, but it is my very honest and blunt opinion. There's just too much mixing of socioeconomic classes in New York City for my personal taste. That's what I don't like. Mm. That's what I don't like about big city living because 
you live with people that have such a different set of morals from you, right. um, different values from you, and because you live within such close proximity, it encroaches upon your beliefs. Right. So it's like, yes, you are entitled to smoke whatever you want. That's your unit. But at the same time, I'm paying this rent because I want to live a certain way. And now you're encroaching on my ability to live that way. And that is the bottom line. For those of you who don't know, Nadia is so affluent in so many areas. And I want to target a lot of areas tonight. Um, I want to target the real estate first because I saw you post something about JP Morgan Chase change their laws with the funding to get mortgages. So, okay, so when we come back, we're going to get into that. Come back, you guys. Stay with us. This is Independent Lens. We're going to get in it tonight and have some fun Let's with this damn COVID-19 situation. Ladies, are you tired of bundles that don't last? Well, at Total Glory Beauty, their 100% human virgin hair is made to flow, bounce, and blend to perfection. Products include bundles, closures, frontals, 360 wigs, and a variety of other beauty products for your specific beauty needs. Total Glory Beauty stands by their quality seal of approval. For fabulous hair, visit TotalGloryBeauty.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Total Glory Beauty, the leader in beauty. All right, everybody, this is your girl, Indy, Independent Lens. I have my girl, Nadia, with me. Well, she's not here with Hello. me, but you know. Um, yeah, so I was following you on Instagram and um, uh-huh. I saw the posting. And I'm like, wait, 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 whoa. I haven't I haven't purchased anything yet. Hold up. I, right. still, I need my black woman's first opportunity loan to go through first time homeowners, first time everything. So what are they doing? Why are they upping the rates? Like are they afraid? Well, no, that- they're not upping the rates. So what JP Morgan has done, and of course, you know, headlines are clickbait. For 98% of the time, headlines are clickbait. Um, so no, so basically what JP Morgan is saying, and let's be very clear, and I want to say this at the beginning, um, I in no way endorse JP Morgan. I actually have never done a deal with JP Morgan because I do not advise clients going with big banks. So now that I have said that, let's get back to the question. So basically what JP Morgan is saying is unless you are low to moderate income, and this is the thing, especially if you live in New York City, you can't afford to buy a house if you're low to moderate income. Right? right? Let's right, be clear. With, right. with the prices of houses, there's no way you can be a low to moderate income person and afford to purchase a house in New York City at this time. Now, you could be a low to moderate income person up where I live in Orange County and buy a house. So this is also going to depend a lot on where you live and where it is you're trying to buy. Um, this isn't going to affect places like Atlanta, Florida, North Carolina, um, Kentucky, Tennessee, where property values already, you know, fairly inexpensive. So the average income isn't astronomical. Like you have people in, you know, New York City that clear over six figures and live in NYCHA. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like money is so different in your city because it's like you can make so much of it and still feel poor because the cost of living is so expensive. Right. So basically what JP Morgan is saying is unless you are a low to moderate income buyer, then you are going to have to have a credit score of 700. So let's say you could be somebody that makes $150,000 a year. You would have still been able to go through FHA as a first time home buyer. 
um, to get an FHA loan, which is three and a half percent down. They're saying, no, if you make over what they consider to be a moderate income, then your credit score needs to be excellent at a 700, and you need to have 20 percent of your home value. Now, let's do that really quickly. Oh, so my God. Let's say I can find you a decent one, ton, one family for 600000 in New York City. And I don't even know if I can pull that off. But let's say I'm great and I pull it off. 600000 So off the bat, you need a 700 credit score. You need 20% of that to put down. So that's $120,000 in cash, right? Mm. And then you need, a, let's say, another 4% to close the deal out. That's going to be 24000 So just to buy a house, you would have to have roughly 144000 in cash with a credit score of 700 at least to buy a house. Right? And an income of what? Well, a $600,000 house, you're going to need an income. Now, this, now, keep in mind, this income is going to be without debt, meaning so you don't have a huge car note. You don't have a huge student loan debt. This is going to be you make this money and it's all cash, probably mm. about 125000 to $150,000. Wow. With no real debt. So you don't owe a bunch of child support. You don't owe a bunch of student loans. You don't have you know, two benzes in the driveway that you're paying, you know, 600 car notes on. Like, right. so your, your income is going to have to be very liquid. You okay. cannot have... So basically what you're saying is the average person who is born or is brought up here aren't going to be able to afford these condominiums and these co-ops here. But if you're from the Midwest and your mommy and daddy have money, they'll be able to afford that. So, hence, right, because COVID is... If a house is 250, then, you know, it's, it's, uh, it changes the game. If, you're got, if you got to come up with 20% of a $250,000 house, what are you looking at then? Right. You're only looking at $50,000. Right. We have an economy now. We have a situation where people don't even have their income at all. So. Right. And that is why JP Morgan is doing this. Got you. All right. Well, you know what? When we come back, I want to I want to go into just a little bit of conspiracy. I am a big time conspiracy theorist. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I am. Uh-oh. I really. I, but I like. And I'm not. You're not? I'm not at all. But you're so no. logical. How could you not? Okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and I want you to totally debunk them from me. Stay with us, y'all. Okay. We'll be back. At Metropolitan College of New York, education demonstrates the power of purpose to transform the lives of individual students and their communities. Purpose-centered education is their powerful model, which immerses students in the practice of developing implementing and analyzing their lives. For more information on enrollment and available courses, please visit mcny.edu or call 212-343-1234. Again, you can call 212-343-1234. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Indy. This is Independent Lens. This COVID-19 has gotten a lot of people and my condolences to everyone who has lost someone. This is traumatic and devastating. I think the lens in which we see and view grief and death is going to totally change. I don't know if that's for the good or better. That's a whole nother conversation, but I really believe they're getting rid of people, Nadia. And I think that living in, first of all, New York City is like 
Everybody wants to come to New York City. You come to America, you come to New York, you want to be in New York City, i.e. the five boroughs. So this is creating a lot of space so people can, these real estate people can get their product back. You know, like, I would not be able to afford to be in this apartment if I didn't do all the multiple things that I do. Shout out to the hustle. And I'm laughing. And it's like, so am I crazy for thinking that? No, I'm, you know what I'm laughing at? And, and you know, just let me apologize to your listeners for myself. Why are you oh, apologizing? These views are, are, <laughs> are mine. Um, they might be blunt. They might be harsh. They might be offensive to some. But please, please, please don't hold anything that I say against Indy. And if you want, Indy can give you my information <laughs> at the end. And you guys come on my pages and harass me and, you know, say whatever things you want to say to me. But understand that these are my views and my views alone. Okay. I said to somebody the other day that I know that's looking for work. Uh, I said, well, I, I said, well, I tell you what, once this, all this passes, you know, God willing, you make it out of the case, you, you're going to find work easy. He's like, why do you think that's because everybody's dying? Like, right. Everybody's right. dying. Like, they're going to be, those people had jobs. You know what I mean? As much as they want to say, like, oh, it's, it's the elderly dying. When you look at percentages and you say, like, oh, yeah, 75%, you know, people that, that die are like, 75 like that sounds good but when you break that down into numbers into human beings it's a lot of people in our age demographic that are dying that were working jobs one or two or three jobs that guess what have just become vacant yeah so um now i'll say this i'm not a huge conspiracy theorist like like indy is but i do have a conspiracy theory about covid um i do absolutely absolutely believe that it was intentional, um, that it is a form of population control. What I do not believe is that the American government was party to this conspiracy. In my opinion, this is totally spearheaded by the Chinese government. And I'll tell you the two main reasons why this is my conspiracy theory. Their ratio is about 100 men to 35 women. Like, they have so many more men than they need. They don't even have enough women for all of these men. And then on top of that, we know that the Chinese government, the American government, always going back and forth for control and power. This virus attacked the people that control this country Mm. the hardest. And we've got probably the strongest strain of the virus here. How is that possible? So now America is run by men that are, you know, 75 to 80. So, you know, most of them are old, have some type of underlying issue. And those are the men from the from the White House on down that run this country. Okay. And now you have this very strong virus that literally attacks that demographic specifically and at a higher rate than any other demographic. Hmm. So why would I they why would they the get rid of themselves, basically? Right. It, it, it would make no sense for the American government to do this and kill themselves, but it makes all the sense to a government that has more men than they need women to create a virus that kills off men and doesn't kill off women at the same rate. It's going to unleash an even stronger strain of it into a country that's totally run by these men. Right. Now you have all of this wealth going to the hands of millennials, people that think we need open borders and open this and open trade and open, open, open. So that is my theory. Um, I don't think America had a part in this. I do think that this is totally the Chinese government's way to, because, you know, if they kill a few million Chinese men, it's, it's nothing to them. There's so many of them. I just don't 
America's purse strings. Because hmm. the Fed can only do but so much. And I think that this, with the blacks and the minor, and the Hispanics dying at a you know, highly disproportionate rate, I think like the Cold Wars, our people are just a casualty of that war. I do not think that this is a war on us specifically. And I say that because you have such a huge Chinese presence in on the continent of Africa right now. Right. And Africa has the fewest amount of medical resources. So if they really wanted to wage war on black people, they could have waged it in Africa. But if you look at the continent of Africa versus other continents, they have the least amount of cases. So this isn't something that was intended, in my opinion, to kill off minorities or kill off black people and kill off Hispanics. I think because of the way that they live, because of their health conditions, they have now become an unfortunate casualty of this war. That's my personal opinion. Okay. That's the thing. Like, we all have the right to choose our thoughts. Fortunately, COVID has not taken away our personal rights and beliefs. You know, we still live in a country where at least we have that. Look, look, knock on wood, at least for right now. It's good to get other perspectives because you might come up or say something that I wasn't even thinking and just broaden my perspective altogether. You know, and with so much, what's my theory? Um, I do think that it is a strain from a larger strain that was man-made and put into action. I'm not sure if it was directly targeted to us, but I think that the casualties are very convenient for our country. Um, I think that it's been around much, much longer than people realize. And because it's targeting the entire planet, because there was a case, and you all can look this up, there was a case where a young boy actually got it, and he lives in the Amazon. Right. How the hell did you get there? Like, what? The thing is that he lives in the Amazon, but they do have some contact with civilization. Right. So it's not like but they it's, do have some contact. But it's very small. Um, I don't know. I'm still... Do you think it is just in the air? Well, I, I do think it's airborne. I, I do. Mean, no, I agree it's airborne, but let's say he's in the Amazon, totally secluded, never came into contact with civilization, then how would he have... Well, it would have had to have been so either someone go to them or they come out of it somehow and then bring it back. Right. Another thought of mine is that I'm not sure about this whole 5G thing, um, only because I don't know enough about it to say that it has to do with COVID. But I will say this. I will say that the energy that is being drawn from out of our atmosphere for us to utilize so that we intensify our cravings more Something about that is just not healthy to me. I'm not a scientist. I haven't done any research. But to say I can go from one speed to like a five speed and it's coming outside of our atmosphere, there's something that might alter maybe how we breathe, how we think, um, how we function. I'm sure it's definitely affecting the rest of the planet, you know, our plants our animals. Um, and so, like I said, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't, 
I am a conspiracy theorist when it comes to someone else is never going to do the best for me that I can do for myself. You know, like, you know, and so just being considerate of that, I think you should always be prepared and be proactive instead of reactive. I don't necessarily think that we need to be taking the vaccines for this stuff. I really don't. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that that might be another way of ultimately getting what they want is so that we all line up and take vaccines and it's like you're dangling this carrot and then you inject us with this stuff and then it does what to me? We don't know. Right. I had this conversation earlier. I love vaccines. I'm not going to lie to you. However, I love vaccines that are tried and true. Right. Science is not magic. Science takes time. There is no way they're going to develop a vaccine for this when it took them 30 years to somewhat eradicate AIDS and HIV. Now there's medication that you can take for AIDS and HIV where it makes you non-detectable. But they still haven't fully eradicated it. But they've come such a long way in the research and the studies that now they can put you on a plan where you're no longer detectable for it. But once you test HIV positive, that's it, you have it. My point is, if it took them 30 years and all those people dying over the course of 30 years and they're studying how it develops and the different strains and this and that, what makes people think that a virus as aggressive as corona that's killing people in two, three weeks, they're going to have a test for it, a, a vaccine for it? It's impossible. Right. So it's interesting that you say that. So I have a question for you when we get back. We're going to take a break, you guys. We're going to come back. And I want to know Nadia's timeline. <laughs> This is going to be interesting. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. We're back. This is your girl, Indy, Independent Lens. Um, Before we left, we were talking about the timing of this and how long you think it would be before we would get a vaccine. Um, What's your timeline for us not wearing masks and rubber gloves every day? What do you think? Uh, I think never. I don't think we should ever go back to touching and ever not wearing gloves and ever not wearing masks until we know what this is. Because the thing is that they don't know what this is. They have no idea what this is. Right. They gave it a name and that's just what they're calling. They know what the symptoms are. Right. They know what the symptoms are, but they don't know what this is. So until they know what this is, there will never be a, an effective treatment plan. There will never be a cure. There will never be an effective vaccine because they don't know what it is. You can go to the pharmacy and you can get NyQuil, for your cold. They know what the common cold is. They know the viruses that cause the common cold. Common cold, they know how to treat it. They know what influenza is. They know, they well, they try to predict which strains are going to be dominant. They give you a vaccine for it. I personally, when I get my vaccine, I do not get the flu. They know what it is. They've had time to study it, how it progresses, who's most likely to get it. They don't know what this is. They just gave it a name, but they, really, they know the symptoms of it are, but they don't really know what it is. And there's so many doctors that have contradictory opinions about what it is. And one was in the New York Post, and he felt so strongly about what it isn't. He didn't say what it is, but he said, okay, it's definitely not what you guys are treating, that he stepped down from his position. Because mm. they, like, gave him, like, an intensive care unit for COVID patients to run. And after he saw what was happening, he was like, yeah, nah, I'm good on all of this. I don't want this. Y'all not doing this right. And he wow. actually said, indeed, that he felt the ventilators were doing more harm than good. I think they are. 
I mean, when you hear some of the recommendations of what people say you should do that have it, like, you know, I'm listening to anybody with the last name Cuomo right now, right? <laughs> so I'm listening right. to Chris and basically he's saying that you have to, when it hurts at night, you have to breathe through it. You have to take Tylenol. You like, you have to, you have to fight it physically, fight it. And, and not just lay down and just be sick. So when you think of people on ventilators, that's all they're doing. They're just laying there, not doing anything, allowing something else to take the place of their body, which in my mind, that means the virus is just there, like growing inside of you, attacking right, you even you more. Know, once you're on a ventilator, you cannot breathe on your own. Right. So it's like they, they have no other option than to let the ventilator try to fight for them because it's not like, because some people, and this is this is what I don't like about this virus. Like, this is why I don't even like Corona now, okay? And I'm going to tell you why I don't even like Corona. Because Corona affects people differently. Mm. When you get a common cold and I get a common cold, the symptoms are the same. Now you have people saying, oh, I couldn't feel, uh, I couldn't taste anything. Right. Some people say, like, oh, I was fine. Like, I didn't even know I had it. I just got tested because my roommate had it and he was sick. So they tested me and I had it, but I had nothing. What? Right. Nobody ever gets the flu and doesn't have flu symptoms. Well, you know, what well, that just tells me that everyone's immune system is different. So exactly. it's going to so fight. So my thing is this. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't know for a fact that I'm going to be one of those people that's asymptomatic. And I tell you what, I don't even want to get it. I don't want to fight it because I don't want to be in the hospital or a ventilator no. fighting for my life. Right. So at this point... It's not like, oh, I'm looking to survive it. I don't want it. So even when the rest of the world goes and they stop wearing masks and they stop wearing gloves, congratulations. I'm going to still have mine on until I feel that they have a vaccine that's tried and true to you, madam. <laughs> right. With that. You well, know, like, you don't know how this is going to affect your baby. It's interesting you that you said. It's going to affect your reproductive system. Absolutely. And see, there's so many factors. And for you to say you I don't you've said we don't know about at least seven times in the past minute, right? And you started right. with saying they don't know what it is. But this is interesting. Why don't they know what it is if someone else released it? Like the people that released it, don't they know what this is? Like but then no they one have to admit that they released it. If anybody is trying to admit that they release this thing, then that would be an essence that they are saying that, yes, we declared war on America. Because that, you already know that's how 45 will take it. Oh, y'all declared war. Listen, nobody's going to say that they released it, whether it was by accident, whether it was on purpose, no matter what you nobody will ever say we did this on purpose. Because that will be a declaration of war on the world. That will certainly launch World War Three if anybody says, I did this on purpose. Right. What? That's a declaration of war. You have over 26,000 Americans dead. More people have died than in 9 11. Yeah. It's a declaration of war. Nobody will ever be able to say, maybe nobody in our generation, maybe, you know, three generations from now when we're all dead and gone and we're compost, our great grandchildren, our grandchildren will be able to sit down and say, you know what, my grandfather and my grandmother did this, and we would like to apologize and we would like to pay reparations to the nations that suffered, you know, because mm-hmm. of what they did. But in our generation, nobody will ever admit to have done this. Right. No. It's devastating. Oh, it's very devastating. It's... I mean, I was banned from Facebook, for my opinion, which is fine, because, 
you know, actually it's not fine. But I was banned from Facebook, as usual, and I don't even feel bad. Like, usually I'm in an uproar, I fight it, and I get, sometimes I'm able to actually get the decision reversed. This time I just took my, my bed. Because you know what, Indy? I'm tired of the IRPs. I'm tired of it. Mm. Like, I don't mean to sound offensive, but I'm tired of seeing people dead. Like, I'm trying to sing like a dose. It's like, I say it so much now, it doesn't even feel genuine anymore. You know what I mean? Like, right. usually when you say somebody died, it's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, my, my tooth, this is it. Like, you feel that, that twitch, that tender pain. I think that's so that's where exactly, and so that's the the spiritual challenge, in my opinion, is that we don't lose our sense of, oh my God, what just happened? Like I don't want to ever lose that. If I lose that shock, and I'm not saying that I want to hold on to trauma. I'm not saying that, but I don't want things to become so normal that it's not ridiculous to me like this to me is ridiculous there, there's no need for this there really isn't no like there, the exactly there there's no need <laughs> for people to suffer and die alone the way that they have if hold up hold up let me say if if this was intentionally done now if this was naturally caused um i.e. and even naturally like if someone's doing something like biting the head off of a freaking bat like can i find you and beat you with a goddamn bat what are you doing what are you doing you're just being nasty and what yes i'm i'm judging your freaking custom i'm gonna beat your ass with a bat because now my grandmother has died and she died alone i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna beat your ass but i agree if if this is it might be natural. And I'll tell you why it might be natural. Because there is no virus more dangerous, more potent, and more deadly than the human race. Say it again. And at some point... Say it Earth again. has got to reclaim it. Has got to reclaim herself. You know, it's like being in an abusive relationship. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, if you... At some point, you have to say, okay, it's going to be me or you. Who's going to die here? And I think at some point, on some levels, I do feel maybe this is natural. Because right. humans, I mean, and I'm one of y'all. We suck. We yeah. ruin everything. We kill everything. We destroy everything. Let me think. And I say this all the time. I wrote this, and I retweeted it recently. I mean, reposted it recently. Anytime people want peace, where do they go? Somewhere there are humans. Whether it be to an island, a desolate island, up in the mountains, you go somewhere void of humans. Mm. So if you need peace, why is it that you have to go somewhere where there are no humans to get it? Because humans are the kings and masters, the kings, queens, and masters of chaos. We are the orchestrators of chaos. We take death, destruction, everywhere we go. So anytime you need peace, what do you do? You disconnect from the world. You get off of social media, you stay in your house by yourself, you go on vacation and you stay at a little, on a little resort by yourself, you go to the Poconos or the cabin up in the mountains by yourself. Right. Disconnect from humans. Because humans are toxic. And on some levels I think, you know what, maybe the Chinese didn't do this. Maybe this is Mother Nature saying, y'all got to fucking go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get rid of y'all, as many of y'all, in one <laughs> They had a tornado. 
<laughs> right. In Louisiana to kill people. Yeah. Before that tornado, and you don't hear this because everything is corona, corona, corona. You had tornadoes in Tennessee that killed people. You had tornadoes in Louisiana. Cause I think they had like an earthquake in Idaho or Utah. Sometimes they never even had a fucking earthquake. Like, right. Who knows what is happening in Idaho? They had an earthquake. A powerful earthquake. Because the earth is a sick and tired of the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Look at how the smog is going over New York. How smog is going over LA. The ozone layer is healing itself because people stay at home. And and what's so sad is that's not being marketed as a new way of life. If you've noticed, I've noticed, I've paid attention to that. Like people are staying home. We have fresh air now. Like if you really wanted to implement being green, this would be a great time because things have turned around. I have seen more bees in the past two weeks than I have seen in the past five years. Like bees. I'm talking about the big ones, the big black ones. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just, oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm like, wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I I can do with sacrificing a bit of my creature comforts for the planet to come back, you know? Right. And mind you, I haven't even seen a lot of the planet. I still want to see more of the planet before I leave here. So it's like, yeah, this is a good time for us to be still. It really is. I think that I'm not a religious person, like, at all. At all. Like, my, my relationship starts from within and then goes out, you know? And so right. this has been a great time for me to just, not just me, I'm always in prayer and meditation, but pay attention to the, to the people that are in my life who don't know how to be still. And I can honestly say I've gotten rid of a lot of people and most of them go to church. <laughs> hello most of them go hello. to church and i'm like yeah i'm probably gonna lose your number we won't be speaking anymore because <laughs> right. I, I see and what I'm they're thinking. posting i see how agitated and negative they are like they don't they can't get their their white baby jesus crack and it's like okay you right. know what mm, yeah all right <laughs> no <laughs> i mean um I'm definitely not one for religion. I, I consider myself to be a spiritual agnostic. Um, I don't do organized religion, but like you, I stay in prayer. I definitely believe in the higher power. Um, and despite all the death and devastation and despair, you know, being experienced by my, my fellow humans, I am thoroughly enjoying being home with my mother and my daughter. I know you like, I are. I know. We dinner together. We play games. We go on these long walks, and I take these beautiful pictures. And it's like, like I said, I'm actually able to enjoy the life that I pay for. Because in my life, I just pay for it. I don't really get to enjoy it. Right. Because I'm just paying for it. Right. So now it's like, I get to sleep in late. I get to, you know, my daughter makes you breakfast. We cook dinner together. We're playing board games. We're going on these long walks. Everybody's home together. You know, before it was like, okay, what time are you going? What time are you going? What time are you going to be back? Okay, well, we love dinner on the stove because by the time I get home from working my gazillion jobs to pay for this life, everybody's sweet. Yeah. I really feel for people who are, um, you know, quarantined in with people that they're just finding out they don't like. Girl. Yeah, you like you're just finding. I really don't like this person, but I've been with you for ten years. Yeah, but we don't really live together. We just come in, we eat, and then we go to sleep, and we're in separate mm-hmm. rooms. 
but they're really not cohabitating together. And now they're finding out they don't like each other. And I think that's so, not sad because things are ending, sad because you mean to tell me you didn't know yourself well enough to know that this wasn't a person that you should be quarantined with 10 years ago? Right. right. <laughs> you know, like, so what What happened? What? What's going on there? <laughs> Domestic violence calls are up around the world. It's not a New York thing. It's not an American thing. It ain't a black or white, Hispanic, Asian thing. Domestic violence calls are up around the world. These men are tearing into these women left and right. You hear me? Left and right. Wow. Divorce filing are all the way up. Okay, so you know what? That's going to be a whole nother show, y'all. This is your girl, Andy. This is Independent Lens. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you tired of bundles that don't last? Well, at Total Glory Beauty, their 100% human virgin hair is made to flow, bounce, and blend to perfection. Products include bundles, closures, frontals, 360 wigs, and a variety of other beauty products for your specific beauty needs. Total Glory Beauty stands by their quality seal of approval. For fabulous hair, visit TotalGloryBeauty.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Total Glory Beauty, the leader in beauty. At Metropolitan College of New York, education demonstrates the power of purpose to transform the lives of individual students and their communities. Purpose-centered education is their powerful model which immerses students in the practice of developing, implementing, and analyzing their lives. For more information on enrollment and available courses, please visit mcny.edu or call 212-343-1234. Again, you can call 212-343-1234. Hey y'all, this is Indy, Independent Lens. I got my girl Nadia here. And before I let her go, I know there are a lot of you that are still out of work and um, you can't pay your rent. You're nervous about your Con Ed, your cable. Well, we have Con Ed here in New York, sorry. Your electricity, your gas, utilities, your Wi-Fi. To be honest with you, if you can at least pay for Wi-Fi, you don't need cable no more. I'm, I'm just... Cable companies, I know you're going to hate on me, but ain't nothing like a fire stick for real. So, um, Nadia, what do you say to people still trying to apply for, you know, these benefits? I know as a small business owner, you helped me fill out um, the application for small business loan. And you also explained to Lenny and I last week how people can apply for unemployment in your state and all these benefits coming to you, like, is it still available? Like, have they shut down completely? Like, what do people need to know? Like, say they've been working still, but it's not enough hours. Is there something that can supplement their income, even though they're working but fewer hours? Like, what are your suggestions to people financially? Okay, I mean, they have, you have a lot of options. So obviously, if you are a small business owner, you want to go on to, and this is, let me let me be clear, when I say a small business owner, I don't mean you have to have an S-Corp or you have to have an LLC or you have to have a tax ID or an employee ID number. Self-employed, you could be a gig worker, you could be an actor, you could be a DJ, you could be a plumber. I mean, just as long as you are paying yourself, even if you are 
paying yourself as a DBA doing business ads and you're using your social security number, you still qualify for these loans. I get a lot of people say, oh, I don't have an LLC. I don't have a tax ID number. You don't need that stuff. As long as you are self-employed, you qualify as a small business. You want to go into the S as in Sam, B as in business, A as in administration. It's really small business administration, SBA.gov. They've got tons of different loans and things going on based on where you live at. Like, you may qualify for stuff based on a disaster that happened that isn't even COVID-19 related and you didn't even know you qualified. But let's say if you your business uh, or your income has just been um, affected by COVID-19, then you can apply for a payroll protection plan and you can also apply for, I think it's called like the EICL or something like that. Um, and that one is my favorite one because they give you a 10000 Are you can apply for up to a $10,000 event. I've gotten word that the way that that's going to work is it's based on your number of employees. So they give you $1,000 for every employee up to 10 employees, which is the $10,000. So if you have a small family business, such as myself, with only three people work there, then out of the $10,000 event, I only qualify for $3,000. Okay. I'm not going to get the $10,000. So if you're a sole proprietor and you qualify for that, you get the grant, it's just going to be $1,000. It's not going to be $10,000. Okay. And they said that they're trying to do it that way so that everybody can get the money. Instead of just giving everybody that doesn't even qualify for $10,000. That's fair. But however, yeah, it's a grant. It's free. You don't have to pay it back. Now, if you go on to do the application process and you qualify, you take anything over that initial grant, then the whole thing becomes a loan that you have to pay back. So you want to be cognizant of that. But definitely go on to sva.gov and see what you qualify for. They have things for renters, they have things for homeowners, they have things for small business owners, whether you have an LLC, a corp, doing business ads, a tax ID, or just your social security number, you definitely want to go in and go onto the site. It's a lot to read. Take your time, read, and apply. But you want to do that ASAP because they are running out of funding. It's not some limitless abyss of money. Once they run out, they run out, it's done, you're going to miss out. So if you haven't visited sba.gov yet, and you are self-employed, you are an entrepreneur, you want to do that now, right now. Your other option is unemployment. Again, if you are self-employed, you never qualified for unemployment before, now you do. It's called Pandemic Unemployment Assistance. So what you're going to do is you're going to go onto the Department of Labor, whatever state you live in, and as soon as you get on their page, they're going to have the information there. I just know for a fact that New York is uh, labor.ny.gov. You go onto their website, they're going to have uh, instructions on how you apply. They're going to break down exactly what it is. But in a nutshell, the pandemic unemployment assistance is $600 on top of whatever you qualify for for your unemployment. Now, if you don't qualify for employment, then you would still possibly qualify for the pandemic unemployment assistance, which is $600. That's $600 a week, and that runs through the end of July. So it's for four months, $600 a week. So... Let's say you don't qualify for unemployment insurance, but if you get the $600, that's what, $2,400 a month. You should hopefully be able to pay your rent for that. Right. You can always apply for food stamps. So if you don't have any income, you're waiting on your unemployment, apply for food stamps. You have to be able to feed your family. You know, if you can't do anything else, feed your family. As far as your utilities go, every state has their own thing. I heard the New Jersey governor yesterday, he actually made it kind of executive order and made it a mandate they, they cannot cut off your utilities in New Jersey. So if 
you live in New Jersey, you're safe under that government mandate. Um, if you live anywhere else and your government has not mandated, your governor has not mandated it, and I do not believe that Governor Cuomo in New York has mandated it, which is where we live, right. you, if, and you can't pay your bills, call your utility companies. Let them know, like, hey, I've been furloughed, I've been laid off due to COVID-19, I do not have an income right now. Um, I'm trying to apply for unemployment assistance. I have not gotten a payment. Can you please defer my payment or um, or just, you know, postpone my payment, you know, indefinitely until I can make it? Can we make some type of payment plan arrangement if you can do, you know, something smaller than what is owed? Everybody knows what's going on. Do not run from bill collectors. Do not run from your mortgage lender. Do not run, run from your landlord. Call these people and simply tell them. And it's very important that you say, I have suffered an economic loss due to COVID-19. Because some of these places, if you don't specifically say it, then they're not going to give it to you. And they can't coerce you to say it. You have to know that you have to tell these people you suffered an economic loss due to COVID-19 and are unable to pay. And that goes for your cell phone bill. That goes for your, your gas. That goes for your electricity. That goes for your cable. That goes for your Wi-Fi provider. Let them know. That you have been infected, like affected, not infected. God hope not infected. infected no, 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 and no, that no. You suffered an economic loss. Right. Um, now with your car insurance, I have progressive for my car insurance. Progressive is actually crediting people twenty percent back of their monthly premium. You don't have to do anything for it. At the end of the month, they're just going to give you a credit back for twenty percent, and they also have uh, another thing where you can actually defer the payment altogether instead of making the payment and getting 20% back, you're telling them, hey, I can't pay right now, can you defer this payment for me? And they'll defer the payment for you for April and May. So definitely call your auto insurance policies as well. Wow. Well, thank you so much for just having this conversation and just... You Thanks know, you know, I mean, I'm not the type of person that hops on the bandwagon with sure. um, content, but I think because this has affected the entire planet, I couldn't go without talking about it or giving some information. I'm also going to have a show where I'm giving solutions, um, dietary solutions and health solutions from Riza Islam. So that'll be a future show, if not next week, maybe week after next. And But I wanted some type of financial solutions. I wanted people to know, you know, about the home situation and the mortgage situation. And one more thing. So for everybody out there that did not file taxes for 2018, did not file taxes for 2019, because you just did not make enough money, um, as long as nobody else claims you, you can actually now go onto irs.gov, and I think it's called a no filer or something to that effect, a no filer uh, application. But basically, it's for people that did it for whatever reason, did not file taxes, or did not have to file taxes in 2018 and 2019, um, to now give them your information so that they can actually send you your stimulus check. Oh. Because before they would say, like, okay, they were going to pull from 2018 and 2019, and if you didn't file taxes, you were just beat. But then they had to come up with something because the point was if you are an American with a social security number, unless you don't qualify because of hateful reasons or because you have outstanding child support, you are entitled to this money. So, how are we going to get this money to people? That, because the thing is, if you don't make a certain amount of money, you don't pay federal taxes, so you don't have to file your taxes. Right. 
Okay. So, have, um, so go to IRS. Okay. I, I have an IRS. account with IRS.gov. <laughs> yeah, IRS.gov, and it says like non filers or. Yes, like it says non filer. Because um, somebody sent it to me, and I want to make sure these people know exactly what they have to look for here because I was okay. like, okay, wow, like this is. Do you know the dates as to when? Because I've had some friends who have gotten theirs already. Some people say their bank accounts are saying it's pending, but I haven't gotten any information. So what, are there certain dates? Are they going by last name? Like, how does this work? I feel like they said by the 15th. I think some people did start getting theirs already. I think they're going to be sending out some checks tomorrow to people that don't have direct deposit. Mm. Um, but they don't have, like, a definitive date as to when everybody should okay. have some people said that they have gotten theirs. It's called the non-filers. Non-filers. So that's what they're non non-filers. So that's what they're going to be looking for. On IRS.gov. Okay. Well, you they know what? I probably, probably need to tell my mama. No, it says non-filers enter payment info. Oh. Okay. Okay. So that's what they need to go to IRS.gov and that's what they're going to be looking for. Non-filers enter payment info. And it's literally just them asking you for, um, your bank account information if you have any dependents, really. Okay. Uh, and so that way, if you didn't file for 2018, you didn't file for 2019, go on there, see if you qualify for that. They'll accept it within 24 hours. And once it's accepted, you're going to get your stimulus check. Okay. All right. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to listen clearly to her social media. I will repeat it because this woman has posted that her company has masks for sale. So, yes, yes <laughs> I saw that. So, where can they find you? Where can they purchase these masks? Um, she has a really good price for them because you're sending them in like different size package deals right, and given right. different options. You have the hazmat suits, I noticed that. So, where can they mm-hmm. purchase the masks? Where can they find you if they have any information? Um, right now, you can find me on Instagram right now. It's pretty much going to be the only place you can find me until May 15th or something to that effect. And it's Nadia underscore Holiday. Holiday has two L's. N-A-D-I-A underscore H-O-L-L-I-D-A-Y. And you'll see the poster. And the cutest thing I have, which I love, is the new uh, paper soap, which is great since, you know, it's like sanitizers become like the new gold. So if you don't have hand sanitizer, I have like little paper soap packets that you can walk around with in your pocket. You got a little bottle of water there to squirt them on. Go wash your hands and soap the thing that is a sanitizer. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, so yeah. if so you all didn't, didn't hear her... Yeah, if you all didn't hear her correctly, it's Nadia underscore Holiday with two L's, okay? And that's on Instagram. And you can find her new product, which is like a thin paper soap. So it's easy to carry. It's it's on the go. And she is in limited stock, you guys, for these COVID masks. So it's really important yes. that you get as many as you can. Even if you buy them up and give them to people, it's better to have them than not have them. Right. And let me just say this with the pricing. I am not price gouging. I'm not even really making a profit. Right. Most of the cost is going to shipping. Um, and understand that the USPS is taking a huge huge hit so their shipping fees have are, are, are comparable to FedEx these days mm, um so yes. most of what you pay is really going to be shipping it's not oh because I'm making all of this money or because the masks are expensive it's because the shipping 
caught are astronomical. Right. So just an FYI. Okay. Well, lady girl, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for like schooling me and supporting me aside from, you know, the show. And we'll definitely, we're going to be in touch because I do definitely want to speak on the whole, I think, um, the whole relationship aspect of this. And it's interesting because that's usually my genre is relationships, but Right I'm now, that, well, then we're going to have another conversation. Come, let me see. It's still kind of early in April. Come towards the end of this mess. I think we'll probably, we'll sit down and talk again. Yes. Yeah, and then I'm going to have cocktails. Then <laughs> you'll probably need one. <laughs> so this is just an education show, y'all. This wasn't <laughs> like, you know. I'm pleased. Everybody, everyone who knows me knows I'm a conspiracy theorist. I have over 90 rolls of toilet paper, 50 rolls of paper towels. Like, I am so ready. I have canned goods. No, I'm not gonna lie. I have that too. But no, I'll tell you why. Before I go, why I have that? As people get sick, yes. people can't go to work. Truckers yep. are not immune to this. So if you don't have enough truckers, like my grocery store, thank God I have a good stock house. They didn't get the, like three of their deliveries, they're three deliveries behind. Right. Why? Because truckers are getting sick. Right. So it's not that old. And Smithfield plant had to shut down. Yes. Smithfield, exactly. My thing is, you, you not necessarily to hoard, but you have to start creating a little stockpile as you go. Don't go out and try to buy out the whole aisle. But if you see it there, pick up one because if people start to get sick, less and less tr- deliveries are going to be made. And my thing is this. You don't want to be in a position where you don't have to get well, and not only that, but when things become less available, people start to get aggressive. So right. I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm out there and I'm competing against these rolls of toilet paper or whatever, whatever it is I could have, you know, because a mother is going to like try and kill me for her child. Like, that's just the bottom line. Her child comes first, and rightfully so. I understand that. I am proactive, not reactive. I live my life ahead of the game, so I don't have to right. be in the game if I don't want to. I, mean, I look at my toilet paper with pride. I really do. Like, I love child. I do, too. Like, when we <laughs> look, when we get off this conversation, I got some more organizing to do. I'm going to organize my kitchen just so, you know, because right now I have COVID hallway um yeah chaos going on right now if you right, saw my house right. like my whole hallway is like i used to call it the runway because it's really long but now mm-hmm. it's just like it's completely chaotic with all this i have bags and bags of all this stuff that i just been i don't even know what i have anymore i'm coming over because you you're well stocked i mean we're well stocked here but you sound like you got a little bit more than me so yeah push up and shove i'll be over uh, yes ma'am always have enough just to be a blessing window. throw it out the window <laughs> Okay. Oh, all righty, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Independent Lens. I'm your girl, Indy Smith. Remember, your voice matters. Your perspective matters. Let's keep it together. I want you to stay safe. I want you to stay positive. I want you to be mindful of someone else. There might be people going through things that are worse than what we're going through. And I say this all the time. I've still got lights, I have running water, and I have cable. I have access, I have Wi-Fi, but I'm going through a pandemic, but my life is still 
cushy. I have my cushy comforts and there's a child that won't eat tonight. Think before you speak. Seriously, think before you speak and always put yourself in a position where you can be a gracious lender instead of a gracious borrower. With that being said, I love you and I will see you on the next episode. Well, that wraps up another episode of Independent Lens. I'm your host, Indy Smith, and thank you for hanging out with me and taking part in the conversation. Remember, your voice matters.